What's up, guys? Uh, welcome to another episode of the Embrace Podcast. I'm your host, Brandon. Um, I feel like that was weird that I didn't say my last name. It was like an awkward, empty silence. But anyways, here I am. I know I always say this in the beginning of every single episode, but I know it's been a while, but um, a lot of exciting things going on lately with Embrace, so... Um, listen up to these announcements real quick before we dive into the episode but real quick let's get into what today's episode is going to be about um, and some more exciting things so today is a very special episode because this is a topic that I think that needs to be talked about a lot and I feel like this topic excuse me is a lot um, a lot of people and parents deal with this excuse me differently and I think that there's effective ways to do this, but the topic today is Halloween, diabetics and Halloween. I think that parents, especially um, parents who are new to all of this, who have children who have diabetes, can be super protective, which is fine and which is totally normal, but it doesn't have to be like that. For me, no offense to my parents because they were doing the best they could, but I remember specifically my first Halloween as a diabetic. I was so pumped. I remember I was going to be the Toy Story alien, you know, the one that goes like, the claw, it has chosen. (laughs) Um, But I was that that little dude for Halloween. I was so stoked. I was so excited to get a bunch of candy. I got uh, the messed up part too was like they didn't even tell me they actually had me go all to these houses and collect candy and get my huge pillow sack of candy and then they're like all right oh man do you have fun Brent? I was like yeah yeah I had so much fun like oh cool 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 all right give me the bag like oh, oh what do you mean give me the bag like I gotta eat my candy and they're like uh yeah maybe you can have like one piece a night or something like that but uh, just give it to me for now I remember being so upset because, like, although it's not a big deal, when you're, like, what, eight, nine years old, like, it is kind of a big deal. Like, you earned that candy. That's like putting in a full days of work and then not getting your, you know, money, your paycheck. But anyways, here is a couple ideas, advice, and um, strategies that you can use um, if you're a type 1 diabetic um, around Halloween time and also if if you're a parent of a type 1 diabetic. Um, these are some really cool things. A lot, I, a lot of these are, I'm reading this off the internet right now. I'm getting a lot of this off of, um, what other people are saying. Cause they are really good. I like, you know, these are all great advice and, um, tactics and things like that. And I'm just going to give you my opinion and I'll let you know what website I'm going on. So enjoy today's episode. Um, but first let me get into a quick announcement. A lot of awesome, awesome, awesome things happening. Um, this month and with the future. Um, of course, you guys always know everything before everyone. So if you're listening to the podcast, you get to know all the cool announcements before they come out. Um, first access. So first off, um, I will be partnering up with JDRF and we're going to be putting on the Rock and Run that's going to be taking place April 20th, 2019. And I know that's a ways away, but we're going to start preparing for that now. And when I mean partnering, they're putting on the event. They're, they are putting on everything. And I'm just, us as Embrace are going to try and um, raise money so that we can give it to them and they can um, put it towards um, diabetic supplies for children um, for the cure and ultimately so that um, we can just make a difference in our community and hopefully uh, raise some money while having fun and uh, because that, that, that I've been learning more and more about this race and it looks like a whole lot of fun 
So, um, yeah, so what we're going to be doing is we'll be there at the event and we will, um, prior to the months, uh, prior to the months to April, we're going to try and raise money and maybe we can get a couple of you guys out there with us. That'd be so cool. It's in Arizona, but basically there's going to be a, a D or four really big DJs. They're going to be playing awesome music. Um, there's going to be a race at night. There's going to be a walk in the morning, but there's going to be a race at night. A lot of people are going, we're going to have, uh, we're going to have lights. We're going to have, uh, there's going to be a, a sock contest. I think, um, everyone's going to be dressing up as superheroes. It's going to be crazy. It's going to be awesome. And I'll let you guys know more and more as that I get more details for that, but I will be posting something soon with more events or more details on that event and, um, things like that. So that's super, super exciting. Um, I'm going to be able to put my official, um, embrace team, um, thing on, on our website very, very soon. So that way you'll be guys be able to, um, donate, uh, if you don't want to run or you guys can sign up to run with me and that'll be super, super cool. None of this goes to us at all. This is all going to JDRF for this specific event because, um, they're putting on this crazy event for us and they're raising money for um, a cure and for these kids and I've been working with them closely closely um, this past month and they are really doing amazing things for type 1 diabetics in our community so I definitely want to stand with that and I'm all for that um, some of my plans for what we're going to do as a movement as embrace as, as a team is I'm I've made stickers and I've made t-shirts and what I want to do is sell those t-shirts to you guys for as low as well, not as low so that we can make money. Uh, like, I'll tell you in a second. But at a good price, so that way... And I'm the way I'm going to sell it is whatever... I think it's like five bucks that uh, I have to put in to make the t-shirt. When you guys buy the t-shirt, um, that the five dollars will be given to cover those costs. And then whatever is left is going to be donated to JDRF and to... Um, the Embrace Movement's uh, donation fund to that event. So none of this, I'm not getting any profit off this. Embrace isn't getting any profit. This isn't any scheme to be like, oh, okay, so let me just try and make some money real quick. No, 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 not at all. And if I could do it to where um, I don't get any of the cost to making these materials, I totally would, but I can't financially right now. Um, so we'll just cover those costs and then whatever is left, we're going to give 100% of that to JDRF and to this event. So that's going to be my way instead of just asking for money. So hopefully we can raise some money that way. I think we can make a pretty substantial amount before um, April. That's like literally in six months. My goal, my projected goal is $500 at least. If we can hit $500, us as Embrace Movement, I'll be so proud of you guys. And that's going to show me a lot of what we're made of. So that's pretty exciting. So yeah, stickers coming out soon. Uh, T-shirts coming out really, really soon. Um this walk uh will be in april so we will be talking more and more about that getting photos for you guys and getting more information um so that's what we have going on right now at embrace um, also some other things that we'll be announcing in the um, the months to come but another really cool thing is um i went to asu earlier with um the leader of the Arizona chapter of JDRF, and we both went to ASU to talk to one of the fraternities, um, and they are awesome. Let me tell you about these guys real quick. They are super, super cool. If you have a chance to follow them on Instagram, they are ASU Delta, Delta Tau Delta. 
Um, they raised $7,200 for this event for young diabetics. And we were able to talk to them about diabetes, spread some awareness, um, raise some awareness. And I thought that was just a really, really cool um, thing. And I thought, I thought that was awesome of ASU. Um, Delta Tau Delta to donate that money for young diabetics. And they're an awesome group of guys. So check them out. They're really cool. They definitely get the... The Warriors of the win- this Warrior Wednesday. But yeah, check them out. They are ASU underscore Delts on Instagram. So check them out. They did a lot for JNRF this week. So give them a round of applause. But yeah, so that's as far as announcements go um, as far as this week. So I hope you guys are having a great week. Uh, let's dive into this episode. So here we are on www.t1everydaymagic.com. And this is 13 Halloween ideas for T1D families. So, first one is, I like this, I read up on this, I think this is super cool, but this is um, strategy number one, the one night binge. So essentially what this is saying is like, um, let your kid completely go nuts. Like, let him get all the candy that he got on Halloween, let him eat every single as much as his little his or her little stomach can take and then make sure you grab all the wrappers do your carb counting give them the extra big shot that they need probably like 20 to 30 units just kidding not that much but um they eat as much candy as they want then you take the candy and then you kind of give it to them at a controlled rate after that so what they're saying is like it says uh once a week usually on friday we have a movie night and so this is after they eat all the candy and then they take the rest of it away and then they say once a week usually on friday we have a movie night each kid in our family gets the opportunity to choose a movie to share with the whole family and each kid gets to pick three small treats from the candy bag so that's good because it's saying like yeah you can eat your candy but now you eat it as a at a much slower rate and you were still able to have that fun of like oh my gosh my candy and eat as much as you possibly can which i think is really cool you know it's I don't, to be honest, I don't think it's fair that some parents actually like just take the candy away or don't let them tr- trick or treat at all. Diabetes should never be something that a kid should look at negatively and like, man, I wish I could just be like the regular kids and just, you know, eat candy on Halloween and be normal. I think that they totally should be able to, but there's just different precautions that we have to take to like, yeah, you can have all this candy, but like a normal kid shouldn't, sh- a normal kid shouldn't be having that much candy in one night in one sitting anyways. So that's good for any kid. Um this next one candy strategy number two is the switch witch so the switch witch is um barbara barbara from oklahoma city um said that my five-year-old son ian loves trick-or-treating but i know he shouldn't have all that candy so i allow him to go ahead and collect candy throughout the neighborhood and then we go through it together as he picks out his five favorite pieces um then we get then we set the bag of candy by his bed and tell him the switch witch is coming that night and to switch his candy out for a toy he loves his new toy, and I love knowing he won't be tempered or tempted by sweets he shouldn't be eating in the first place. So that's awesome. I think that's another cool thing because I know when I was a kid, like I'd rather have a cool like wrestling toy or a cool Batman toy rather than a couple of pieces of candy. Like I think that's an awesome, awesome alternative, and that's even the kid gets an even greater outcome than just getting candy. So I think that is such a cool thing. I think that so far is my favorite. I love that. That to me, like I'm just seeing it as a point of view as seven-year-old or eight-year-old me um like ale you know candy's not even good anyways i'll just have a toy so i'm just that's how i see it i would love that so 
candy strategy number three the school party policy by October the teacher may already know all about your son or daughter's type diabetes but be sure to have a chat before the class party nonetheless oh so this is talking about um schools uh halloween parties at schools uh let her know your child can have one or two pieces of candy but not 10 or 12 the key is that the candy be a special treat not a free-for-all eat as much as you want gorge fest says robin ms nutritionist cookbook author holy crap and eating healthy eating columnist okay i'm not reading all that sorry (laughs) make sure you and the teacher are on the same page and have a chat with your child beforehand too, so he or she knows the parameters. If you can volunteer in the classroom that day, that might alleviate some of your concerns. I don't. Uh, uh, I don't. I don't agree with that one too much. I, I. I just that a lot of you like a lot of the parents might agree with that. But my thing is, like, I don't ever want the child or you or even me to feel like all these kids are having, like, 10 or 12 pieces of candy and I can only have two. Like, that's not fair. Like, I think it should be fair. So, if anything, if you care that much, you should go to the school if you can, if you don't have work. And watch the kid and listen and if, if he or she's responsible enough to take the insulin after then or even tell the school nurse like hey make sure he comes before to test himself and then after to take his shot and make sure he collects all the wrappers so that he can get the card count i think that's fair you know like i really don't and halloween's once a year i don't mean to sound like that person like yeah oh, come on it's once a year just let him do, i don't mean to be like that but my thing is like you should never let diabetes be looked at as an enemy course it's something to be careful of and i'll always preach this to you guys it's something to take seriously but it's not something that you should like you know let it take away from like things like this because halloween's awesome and you only care about halloween for the first what 15 16 17 years of your life sorry if you're like 40 listening to this podcast and you still really love (laughs) and dress up halloween that's not bad my mom's still like that anyways so next one is the three-day rule Okay, let's see what this is about. Uh, This year, I plan to use one of two strategies. The first idea comes from my children's dentist. She suggested that I let them have as many candy as they want for three days after Halloween and then throw the rest away. Uh, That's not bad. I like that. I think that it is a little bit more chaos than the one that was saying, like, let them eat as much as they can and then kind of, like, give it to them in small doses. But this is cool. I mean, like... I also is not one I'll 100% agree with because just letting kids have as much candy for three days. Like, I know how I was as a kid. I'm going to do whatever it takes to eat all of that candy within those three days because I'm not letting any of that go to waste. There's no way in my little kid brain that I'm like, yeah, I don't need that candy. You can just throw that away. That's all good. Like, no, I'm going to eat that until I get sick, until my blood sugar goes crazy. So I don't agree with that 100%. If you do, that's cool. Make sure they are monitored so you can give them the correct dosages and whatnot but a little uh, a little chaotic in my opinion candy strategy number five the hoarder's approach real quick we, now that we are in the middle of this episode i want to give a couple of quick shout outs to some of our embrace movement members today so first one i want to give a quick shout out to is um tom Clegg 506 sorry buddy if I said your name 
pronounce your name wrong. Uh, it's T O M C L or T O M space C L A G U E. His Instagram is T O M underscore C L A G U E five zero six. Again, T O M underscore C L A G U E five zero six. He is an awesome kid. Um, he plays soccer. He's a type one diabetic, of course. He was featured as one of our. Um, Type 1 Warrior Wednesdays, so he's an awesome guy, uh, he's always messaging me to see like, hey, how can I do this better, or do you know the difference between this, he's super concerned about diabetes, he wants to know all about it so he can take care of himself the best way he can, and I think that's awesome, I think that's so cool for someone to be like, yeah, I have this disease, but I want to know about it, I want to be able to take care of it, and I'm willing to take any advice, because I know when I was a kid, I was like, I don't need no advice. Like, I'm, I can do this on my own. I'm a, I'm a grown man. But I was 12. But I, it takes a certain maturity to be like that, and that's awesome. He's always liking and commenting, and he's super active in the community of the Embrace, so I think that's so dope. Um, next, we have uh, Gameplan underscore T1D. This is another awesome, awesome Instagram account. Um, the username is Gameplan underscore T1D. Again, G-A-M-E-P-L-A-M-E, or sorry, G-A-M-E-P-L-A-N underscore T-1-D. What he does is, this is the bio, Game Plan T-1-D is a movement to inspire diabetics. We prove diabetes isn't a roadblock by showcasing success stories from T-1 athletes and performers. So that's cool. So he has his own podcast. He um, talks to type 1 diabetic athletes and... um, gets interviews from them and I think that's so cool that's super super inspiring and just so so awesome I think that's great for the community um don't believe yeah I think that was our two our two shout outs this week again if you guys wanted to be shouted out just send us um, a message on Instagram email us at embracemovement at yahoo.com e-m-b-r-a-c-3 movement at yahoo.com or gmail.com sorry gmail.com and we will get back to you. And if you guys want to be a type 1 diabetic warrior on Wednesdays, you know, just send us a message. And we're always loving to put diabetics on the spotlight and, um, you know, let ev- other diabetics see them and be inspired. So, yeah. Back to the episode. So, candy strategy number five. The hoarder's approach. When I was young, I was one of those kids that would save and savor every piece of Halloween candy. It wouldn't be a rare occasion for me to still be working on my Halloween stash until February, just in time to get a new candy stash at Valentine's Day. I wouldn't eat a lot at once, so I'd always have some available when I wanted it. This tends to be how I handle candy now that Kate, now with Caitlin as well. Caitlin, I'm guessing, is her diabetic daughter. Um, I usually confiscate all the candy Caitlin gets and create a low goodie bag. Then she gets a piece here or there, but especially when she has lower blood sugars. This one is another one I won't agree with. I feel like this article was... I, I read through some of them, but I, I feel like this article is like low-key made by a non-diabetic. Because this one, maybe it's just because I've worked closely with some diabetic um, children. But I remember last year, or this year, I was working at the as a camp, a camp counselor. Or not working, volunteering as a camp one. I was volunteering as a diabetic counselor at this year's um, JDRF camp that they put on. And there was this one kid who, like, never... His parents never let let him have sweets or chocolate at all unless he was low. So I saw this dude giving himself extra insulin 
and or trying to, we wouldn't let him, but he would like try to get himself extra insulin and like it was the craziest thing and I've talked about this on the previous episode, but um and I noticed that right away, but he'd be like uh his blood sugar would deplete and he would he would wait till he got low and then he'd be like, Hey, I'm low, uh I need chocolate. I was like, Sorry dude, all we got is applesauce, juice and glucose tabs. Which one? He's like really like that uh do you guys got any chocolate or like maybe rice krispies and i'm like bro you're low you're like 40 right now what are you bargaining for like you need to pick something and he's like i don't know i'm not a huge capri sun guy i was like dude pick something he's like wait are those um they're like little cookies like are those cookies you got and i was like uh yeah he's like i'll take the cookies that's good i guess because he was bargaining at 40 when me i'll see a like a chocolate chip on the floor that I accidentally dropped three weeks ago and I'll eat it because I'm so like in survival mode but yeah there are kids out there that will purposely become low because they know they can get sweets they normally can't when they're not so this is another one that I would advise against because that's kind of mean too like hey if you get low then you can have some candy you know so that's kind of encouraging a bad diabetic lifestyle so another one advise against the next one Number six, the non-edible treat bowl. We have a lot, I don't know why I said it like that. We have a lot of trick-or-treaters come to the house, but we don't give out candy. Instead, we pass out trinkets or little toys. That way, my 10-year-old son with type 1 diabetes won't be tempted to sneak the candy when we're not looking. And my husband and I won't be tempted to eat junk food either. It's a win-win for the whole family. This is cool. I like this. I'm not going to advise against it or for it. It's a cool, neat little idea. Like, yeah, like, and that's another thing, like, it's kind of like a little mean to the other kids though but i don't know it's like hey you you, although you can't really have candy neither can these kids so i guess it's fair so it's creating your own little world of fairness which is kind of a little bit obscure but it's cool i mean i won't advise against it It might be a little pricey too all right candy strategy number seven the protein the protein loading dinner all right i'm gonna just be real with you Right off the bat, this does not look good. I see this picture I'm looking at on this website. I see a little girl with carrots, green beans, yams, mashed potatoes, and like beef stroganoff, which is really hideous and disgusting when we're talking about candy. So I don't have a good, I don't have optimism about this next one, but let's see. We try to make sure Caitlin's blood sugars numbers are right where they should be before going out for big now trick or treating. I always choose a hearty and protein heavy dinner. On Halloween night, so that her, excuse me, so that her numbers will be nice and steady. If I were to feed Caitlin pizza instead, we would probably end up chasing high numbers all night, and she wouldn't be too happy to have, have to wait to eat all the candy. When we aim to keep her numbers right in range or even in the low side, a piece of candy here and there throughout the night is just fine. Okay, so I was wrong. This is actually a, a fantastic idea. Um, prepping your your night or your child's night, um in advance is a great super wise idea like if you give them a a good protein heavy meal before they go out for trick-or-treating so that way you don't have to worry about them being high before they even start eating candy i think that's a great idea this is something that keeps them leveled as best as you can do they go out trick-or-treating they eat their candy one or two on the road on the road if they want or can and that their blood sugar won't be too affected so this is a cool this is a cool little like strategy this is awesome Candy strategy number eight, the new tradition. It says, I've tried to create new Halloween traditions for my two kids ever since my child was diagnosed with type 1 diabetes at age seven. 
On Halloween night, we dress up in costumes and go out to a nice but sensible dinner at a restaurant of their choice. Then we go to the mall, and I give them $20 to spend on whatever they like. It's a fun thing for them and creates a lot less stress for me. Mm, I don't know. This one's up for interpretation. I would love to know what you guys think. Send me a, a DM or a, an email or whatever, but I don't know. This is cool because at one side, it's like, I don't, I don't support candy, so let's go to a cool restaurant take your shot let's go let's go buy some shoes or let's buy a doll or let's buy a video game like that's cool i think that's cool for a kid to be like it's maybe like a mini christmas or like a mini whatever you decide to all uh, celebrate but it's cool but at the same time it's like the world we live in and i'm not saying to conform but the world we live in is like halloween it's candy time eventually they're going to grow out of that and they're gonna have families of their own maybe or they're gonna you know grow out of that or they're gonna eventually want to experience what other kids are experiences are experiencing and i don't really advocate like making diabetes like a weird thing and it's i don't like the way it said like it's a little less less stress on me i don't care but you got it your kid's diabetic it's imagine the stress for them you know that's just the way i see it and maybe it's just because i'm a type 1 diabetic and i'm not a parent of a type 1 diabetic so i can't say that you know with full like, oh, I know both sides of this, you know, I, I can't because I haven't experienced being a parent of a diabetic or a parent of it at all. But as a diabetic, it's stressful for us. And I think that if they really want to go trick-or-treating, then that's a different conversation. But this isn't a bad um, alternative at all. I think this is a great alternative. This just kind of um, reminds me of the one that's like uh, switched out the candy for a toy. So it's cool. I like it. I'm not against it. I think if your kids are up for it, then yeah. Heck yeah. All right brief intermission because I'm thirsty and I've been talking a lot and I'm, my mouth is dry so please enjoy this awkward gulp. Ah. Alright, my bad. Alright. Candy strategy nine. Six left. The buyback. Some clever dentists hold candy buybacks on November 1st. That reward, that reward kids with nifty prizes for giving up goods collected Halloween night. You can do something similar at home. After picking out a few pieces to savor, give your child a small prize or toy for handing over the rest of the loot. Again, this is kind of like the the um, the one where it's like, yeah, give me a candy, I'll give you a toy. So I mean, same thing. Also, nice try, dentist, like trying to get free candy. Number 10, the good deed. Encourage children to donate the candy to a nursing home or children's hospital. Sorry, I laughed. But, I mean, again, like, this is on some, like, no, I mean, it's good. I'll, it's, it's a good idea. It's nice. It's sweet. Um, if they're, if your kid's up for that and you're, and they're young enough or old enough to be mature about that and to want to make a difference in their community i think that's cool and a lot of kids are like that nowadays for sure like kids are super open to giving to less fortunate or because to be honest seeing it made me laugh but now that i'm thinking about it like imagine a kid being able to experience something like that giving something that they love and earned away to someone who wants or needs that like imagine that little like emotion that you're going to give them or that first time experience you're going to give them by letting them do that I think that's going to do crazy things for them like 
cognitively and i think that would be cool if they're open for it so i'm totally totally for that that's awesome next the number 11 the i can't believe it's not candy stash a little corny but let's see what we got a cupboard full of sweets is hard for anyone to resist let alone a child temptation can make halloween a tough time for children with type 1 diabetes and a stressful one for parents trying to ensure their children make the right choices you can ease the pain a bit by keeping alternative alternative i don't know why i read that word alternative halloween snacks around the house fun snacks that are great to have around at halloween include rainbow colored goldfish raisins in cute little boxes uh, they don't have to be in cute little boxes but if that's a unnecessary then yeah roasted pumpkin seeds fresh from your jacket that's not a good treat either apples for bobbing not good because it's fruit but sure frozen grapes another lame snack if you guys are not going to give them candy, or if you're a type on that bake, you're not going to get candy, like, I want some good alternatives. Like, give me the, I'll take the crackers, I'll even take the raisins in cute or not cute little boxes, but at least give me some, like, hot Cheetos or, like, some chips, you know, something, something cool, not some apples. But if you're, if, if they are open for that, they want fruit, that's cool too. I'm just being funny, guys. Don't take everything I can say seriously. Number 12, the low BG supply stockpile. As chief candy inspector, my kids know I have complete control over incoming candy. Once it comes through that front door, all ownership goes out the window. So what do I do with the candy? You're going to have to ask your own doctor on this one, but I don't buy glucose tabs. We save non-chocolate hard candies for Lowe's. In my opinion, they're just as good as glucose tabs, but cheaper. And Alright, again, I'll say this again and again. This is encouraging low blood sugar. In my opinion, I could be wrong. Um, if you use this and it's working effectively as a type 1 diabetic or as a parent, then that's good. But I just know how I think and how a lot of kids think. It's like, if I can't get something and I know how to get it, I'll make myself low to get this candy, you know? Um, and that's kind of mean to take all the candy that comes in the door. It's kind of like a little bit <laughs> insane. Um, okay, so this is number 13, the chip trick. Save the chocolate for chocolate chip cookies. I have a hard time throwing away chocolate knowing that I'll end up buying chocolate chips for baking at a later date. I put all the chocolate in zipper bags and hide it away in the back of a pantry. She's Anyway, she's saying use the chocolate for chocolate chip cookies. Not a bad alternative. This is cool. This could create a fun little um, moment for you and your children or your, um, your child. I think that... Um, if you can use that candy and like, hey, we can make cookies with this. We can spend some quality time together. We can um, hang out and make cookies. I think that's, I think that's awesome. I think that is a great, um, I think that's a great alternative, and that's a great opportunity. Like I said, to spend time with your kid or your parent if you're a type one diabetic and you're like listening to this podcast. You're like, hey, mom, I don't want to have my candy. Let's make it into cookies. I think that's cool, and that's way more easy to control with your with your insulin but yeah there's actually 13 strategies but i I said 15 but it's 13 so there's my 13 strategies for halloween i hope you guys enjoyed that i hope that you guys find some of it useful and some of it effective um i hope that you guys have a fun halloween a safe halloween don't let halloween be some big scary thing for diabetics although it can seem like that sometimes for new diabetics or diabetic parents um 
diabetes can be something to die or Halloween is definitely like diabetes. It's something that should be taken seriously, but you shouldn't let it like, hey guys, no Halloween this year. Sorry, you got diabetes last month, so yeah, Halloween's canceled for the rest of your life. You know, come on. Like, let's let's be fair. I think I think it's fine. There's healthy alternatives. You don't have to have it all at once. And there's great um, things you can do this Halloween that. You know, that doesn't have to be like I'm taking all your candy away. You know, I read to you guys some awesome ideas. I hope you use them. Uh, Let me know if they work. Again, DM or comment on a picture or whatever. Um, I hope you guys enjoyed the episode. I think this is our longest episode yet. Um, Appreciate all you guys. I love all you guys. Like I said, embrace diabetes. Continue to do so. I see every day more and more children and parents embracing diabetes and not being ashamed of it and doing crazy mind-boggling things and you guys are awesome and you guys all make me proud i love you all you guys are awesome um so yeah that's my episode again have an awesome halloween have fun be careful watch out for cars um yeah and be on the lookout for t-shirts this upcoming week as well as um um signups for the walk next year so yeah thank you guys for listening have a great halloween i'll catch you next episode